Hello and welcome to episode 27, I think it is now, of the Sales Syndicate podcast. Uh, very excited for this uh, this week's episode. I think it's been in the pipeline for a few months, maybe. But as everyone knows, Q1's been a, or Q4 and Q1's been a little, of a, little bit of a, a weird one. Um, the market's changed massively and I think everyone's just been ridiculously busy. So good to get... Um, Good to get it in the diary finally. Um, but I will hand over to my guest to uh, introduce herself before we go into the topic that we will be covering. So uh, over to you, Heather. Thanks, Jamie. Yeah, so my name is Heather Leo. I'm a senior account executive here at Chili Piper and I'm based in Boston, Massachusetts. I've been here for about a year and see about four or five months. So it's been a been a it's been a great ride so far so i've had the pleasure of uh meeting jamie through their interest in chili paper so it's it's nice just to be able to hop on here today and i'll apologize now for the lengthy sales process that we gave you for, for, <laughs> for, for that one um yeah, a, a textbook lengthy sales process that one um no, but it's um, no like i said it's really great to get you on and i think that there's probably no need for us to introduce chili piper as a, as a brand or a company. I think everyone sure. has heard of Chili Piper or has seen Chili Piper. Um, but the reason we're going to catch up today is because Chili Piper famously, um, probably most well-known um, or probably after their product, they're most well-known for a hundred percent remote workforce, right? Yeah. Um, so today um, we're going to be talking about that, how the business uh, has sort of pioneered that company of the future, I think they call it. Um, and then obviously how you personally um, cope with that because um, I think well, a lot of people would there would be a lot to learn and a lot of tips and stories and stuff that you could share one for companies who are looking to implement that sort of you know working um, setup and for people who have never remote worked before I've never done it so I'd like to learn how it could be done should that you know be, be in the future for me so um, yeah it's going to be a really really good chat um, and I'm looking forward to it so I think I'll sort of hand over to you for the majority of it. So yeah. I'll, I'll sit back and hopefully not do uh, too much talking. Um, nice. But we're going to kick off with the interview process because a hundred percent, you know, remote company, I'd imagine the, the interview process itself is probably the first, uh, I don't know, gatekeeper almost. It's the first sort of checkpoint of filtering out the right people. So can you just yes. um, run us through that a little bit? Yeah, totally. So, my interview process was similar to so many other people at Chili Paper, but I will say that um, a lot of people that work at Chili Paper were referred to work at Chili Paper by someone that was already internally. So, for example, for myself, um, I had worked with one of my colleagues at another company before, um, and we had just actually implemented Chili Paper. And then he ended up going to Chili Paper because he loved the tool so much, um, and he referred me in there. Um, so I'd say a lot with this, I think greatly contributes to culture too, is referrals, right? Cause you know that the people that you're getting are, um, probably good if they've made it through the round, like they've been referred by someone who's made it through to, to the end of Chili Piper. So anyhow, I was referred in, um, actually by one of our customer success managers and, um, yeah, the, the process was a little bit lengthy, but to be honest, it was so, so thorough. So um, at first, when you you have the interview, you obviously meet the recruiter, which is pretty standard, I think, for tech um, or any other company. And then along the way, as you're interviewing, you actually get the option to get a chili buddy. 
What I mean when I say that is like someone who works at Chili Piper that you do not know, who maybe isn't even in the department that you're interviewing to be in, who can just kind of like coach you along the way and just answer any questions you might have that maybe you don't know, you might not feel comfortable asking the initial interviewer. Um, so it, one, it helps you kind of vet out like, could I work with this person? What kind of person is this? And am I enjoying this process? And what is the culture actually like? And so, um, so that was really, really nice. And they have the interesting thing is that person really doesn't have any sway on whether or not you get the job. It's just, I was going to ask that. I was going to say, is it like a secret way of them doing, um, Oh God, they were awful during the hiring process. No, I mean, (laughs) so it is just like a really great additive of we're going to help you get the most out of this process. Yeah. Yeah. And once you actually work at Chili Piper, um, you are introduced to the program so you can actually volunteer your time to, and again, we use Chili Piper to round Robin who it's going to go to, but you get assigned a Chili Buddy and you get like one every, you can decide how often you want to be a part of the program. Um, but I, I myself, since working at Chili Piper have volunteered to like, you know, meet with people who are interviewing to help answer any other questions they might have and kind of coach them through the process. But yeah, I've never been asked throughout the process, like, what did you think about that person? Um, generally, if I really liked someone, I make sure to let someone know. Um, but yeah, my my chili buddy was uh, Jared Rexler, who is a solutions consultant. So I ended up working with him so much um, while he was here at Chili Piper. Um, but yeah, he, he, you know, he didn't really have any sway on whether I got the job or not. But anyhow, I think that little piece of the puzzle through the interview process actually was super, super unique to me. I never heard of it before. Um, and it really helped me kind of get like get the feel of the company. Um, but but yeah, and then I'd say like, you know, pretty it's pretty standard. But I would say that, you know, we interviewed we did like, you know, I'm an account executive. So there's a lot of talking about like how I do discovery and role playing and making cool calls and all that. And by the end, you actually end up interviewing with the CEO and it's actually a very technical conversation. Um, I can't even remember what question he asked me, but I remember thinking to myself, I really hope I know the answer to this question. And I, I, if I don't know the answer, I think I just need to embrace all humility and just say, <laughs> could you teach me, you know, how to do that? And so, um, Anyhow, it is a pretty like intense interview process, but I would say it was so, so, so thorough. I think really the goal is to make sure that someone's going to be a good culture fit, but not just that, but they're going to be hardworking and curious and um, responsible. So, yeah. No, I, I was really interested to hear the um, almost that buddy system because a lot of businesses, when you join, they, they, it's one of their like, um, incentives is that we give you a mentor to help you grow in your career but the fact that chili piper give you a buddy to help you during the application process i think is amazing i've i've like you said i've never heard of that like yeah, that that's yeah. that's um like they're investing essentially they're investing money resource in some in the form of someone's time to find the right people which is going to save the money in the long run because the right people are going to you know do well for the business they're not going to leave which is a really really interesting um interesting way of looking at it so um yeah that's definitely one i'll be pitching back to the business actually <laughs> i think uh that that's a that's a very very good idea but i liked the um so the ceo sort of last stage ceo as well we we do we do that here so our ceo talks to everyone every prospective mm-hmm. um 
um, sort of uh, applicant. And I think that's because um, at the end of the day, like it, it's their business, right? They want the right people and the right culture sort of yeah. working for their business. So that's, um, that's really, really interesting. Yep. We do um, the referral thing as well. Um, I think, like you said, you've, you've people who are referred, you've either worked with them previously or you've bought from them or you've, um, you know them on a personal level already. You've got that rapport. So it's almost you're pre-qualifying the applicant. And I think that, so those three things, the pre-qualifying the applicant, the buddy, the buddy, um, sort of program, and then the CEO interview. I think that's, um, three sort of like actionable things people could take away that, uh, that would, you know, quality people going into the pipeline. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, with referrals, like <clears throat> I think at Chili Paper, um, we do have referral bonuses, but I mean, really, which also does help you like incentivize you. But honestly, at the end of the day, like you're tying your name to someone doing a good job at the business. And if they don't like, you know, that doesn't really help you. So you're incentivized in multiple ways just to really make sure that you're bringing in quality pipeline, I guess, if we're candidates, I guess. So yeah, I've, I've actually been fortunate enough to like help like four of my friends get jobs at Chili Piper. So it's been, it's been fun. So. And are they friends locally to you? Um, no. So actually one of them is in Milan, uh, Italy. So, um, we had been friends for like, I don't know, like 10 years before actually the person who referred me and, uh, and then I referred them to my other company before Chili Piper, then they referred me to Chili Piper. And then one of them is actually one of my lifetime, like long best friends. And then another person is a formal co- former colleague too. So actually every single person that I've referred, I've worked with professionally. And then I've also had some sort of relationship with outside of work. So yeah. uh, interesting. But that, that's a perfect example of why it works. Yeah, absolutely. And like they ended up being, I mean, they've ended up being amazing employees. So I always am like, yes, I will refer you. So you've got a yeah. good, uh, good close one conversion rate yeah, on your, ca- on your candidates. Yeah. yeah, it's actually, it was a running joke when I first started here, uh, that my like close rate was the highest of the company, just bringing people in and bringing good candidates. So pretty proud of that. So if, it, if it all goes tits up, you've got a career in staffing and recruitment. Just exactly. Waiting for you. Yeah. Yes. And that's my husband always would joke with me about that. He's like, you know how their sales doesn't work out for you, which it has, but if it doesn't, I think you could totally open up your own staffing and recruiting business. So just funny. <laughs> no, that is, uh, that is interesting. So, right. So they've been through this lengthy, um, interview process. They've, uh, got the job. Um, so let's, let's sort of move on to Chili Piper as a company. Like how okay. are they, how are they set up? What initiatives, um, do they have that sort of help people succeed and help people yeah. embed and just, yeah, I think it's, uh, how do they help people work remotely, uh, as yeah. a company? That's a great question. So, you know, I would say that, so Nicholas and Lena are founders, um, they're awesome, but they're incredibly relational, um, which I think can be, it's a hard balance, right? When you're like a founder, I've never been a founder before, but I can imagine it's difficult to run a business, but also be relational and, and care about connection as well as driving revenue for the company all at the same time. Like that's a very hard thing to balance, but, um, a lot of different things have been implemented, you know, internally when I got here that I kind of just got grandfathered into. Um, and some of those things were like, you know, well, for one, we utilize Slack so much. So we have so many different Slack groups that kind of help you connect with different people at the business that maybe you wouldn't otherwise know. 
whether that's like a chili pets channel where you can just post pictures of your dogs. Like that's blowing up every single day. Who doesn't love their dog? I certainly love my dog. Um, or, you know, a cat. So I know you have a cat, Jamie. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, we do something called coffee buddies where essentially every single month you're assigned a buddy to meet up with coffee, like virtual coffee for like 30 minutes just to get to know one another and connect. Um, and then one of the really cool things that I'd never seen before, before I got here was, um, this idea of making Piper meetings happen. And what that means is essentially it's a program that Nicholson and Elena started that allows us as Pipers, that's what we call ourselves, um, to meet up outside of work and get to know one another. So, you know, for example, I have like a handful of colleagues here in Boston that are not on my team that I wouldn't have otherwise known, but essentially we, we have the ability to like, you know, we have a small stipend to go to dinner together, to meet up. Um, and we have a channel where we post, you know, like, hey, I'm going to be in this country because we're a global company, which is also super unique. And so, like, we have a whole channel that's like Piper's in London, Piper's in France, you know. And so when people are traveling the world where you'll constantly see people being like, hey, I'm making my world tour to this country. Anyone want to meet up and hang out? So um, we're incentivized to to plan dinners with each other and even like um, – Recently, this has changed, but I think we, it's like a maximum of like three or four nights would be paid for at a certain, you know, obviously a specific um, dollar amount to, to go and see one another or to have like an Airbnb or a hotel paid for um, to, to go meet up with a colleague. So I, you know, personally, I've been able to go to South Africa. Um, you pay for your, your way there. So that's also kind of a lot, but you know, I was already there. So I, I did it. Um, I met up with people there and then, um, I met up with people in, in London and, uh, Italy. So it's, it's just cool. You're just incentivized to build relationships and to get to know your colleagues. Um, and then even like Nicholas and Alina, they're in New York city, but they're constantly like meeting up with people that we work with just to build relationships. And so I think that, high level, I think it really comes from their desire to be relationally connected to the business. Um, and they kind of, I think that um, desire of theirs has saturated the rest of the company and has really encouraged us to be people that care about our coworkers and really want to get to know one another. Yeah. So but that, that, was, I mean, that was lengthy, but. No, no, I was going to say, there's a lot of companies, right, that on, on their incentives or whatever, they would say, that, you know, culture, we, we, we've got a ping pong table or whatever, yeah. right? And they have these things that on paper look great, but there's not actually that, I don't know what you would call it, that ethos or that like mm-hmm. actual living belief of they enjoy culture themselves. And I think totally. like I said, they, they're, if they're sort of extroverts, as in they like spending time with people, they like socializing, then naturally they're going to want to empower people to do the same thing. And I think the Slack one was great as well. We use Teams, which is like a yeah. crappy version of Slack, really, let's be <laughs> honest. Um, but I was going to say, do you want to, you, you sh- shared the, so you'd have like Piper's London or Piper's Boston or whatever it was, but do you want to give us like a few other example chats or channels like the pet ones that you guys have that are, that are yeah. really good like really active yeah i should actually just pull up my slack right now um so there's obviously like there's like women of chili piper then there's uh chili pets 
Um, there's like a whole entire channel for like working out. So like if you just completed like a marathon or like a Spartan race or an Ironman, or even if you just went to a cycling class, like just posting about that. Um, and actually I am, I don't know if, I don't think they have this in where you are in London, but there is a, a workout brand called Orange Theory. And I'm like an avid Orange Theory person. I don't know if you've heard of it, Jamie, but um, I've been able to like, you know, text my coworkers or like learn who else does Orange Theory and we'll text each other after our workouts and be like, oh, that was so hard. Or like, did you get it to say, go ahead. Did they pick that because the color orange? Because I know Chili Piper as a brand love to stick with the orange or is it just because they were like the top reputable company? They just like the Orange Theory workout, I guess. It's like a high intensity interval training program that's like huge in the US. Um, And it's cool because the Sorry, now I'm pitching like in the whole other company. But basically, it's interesting because the workout, every single location, every single state in the U.S. is the same every day. So like I could text someone in Arizona and be like, you did the same workout as me. How did you like it? And so anyway, so there's like it's cool because you can connect on like a Slack channel like that and be like, hey, did anyone do the class today? How did you like it? And then you end up learning about all these other people who really enjoy the same thing you do. Um, So, you know, there's that channel. Um, there is, let's see, there's so many, um, there's one channel for, you know, parents who can post pictures of their kids or ask parenting advice. Then there's like an entire channel called Euro Chilies. So it's all of the European chilies and people, everyone loves Europe here in America. At least that's how I feel. Um, and so it's just like people that are in Europe all the time, chili fitness. Um, let's see. Yeah. I mean, those are some of the ones that I'm active in. Um, what, what's, but, your, what's your favorite? You're like, you're right, like right now, what's your favorite channel? Probably the making Piper meetings happen. So that's where, that's where essentially if you do a Piper meetup, you go out to dinner or you go visit another colleague, you post a picture of like what you did and who you met up with and who you met. Um, I... I'm always looking on that channel because I'm curious what everybody else is up to and where everyone else is traveling to. And then it gives me ideas too to be like, oh, I should go visit Tristan in Italy or, you know, whatever. So yeah, I love that channel. No, I quite, there's a, there's a couple of things that I'm going to take away from this again to try and uh, suggest internally, which is the, the coffee meetups. And it was actually, I did it at a previous company as well, where it was, like you said, it was like a random name generator of who you went for a virtual coffee with. And I think that's a really nice idea because um, yep. there's, we're, we're quite a small business and there's still people that I've probably never spoken to, which is, which is bad if you think yeah. about it, but I think that's quite a nice one. And then the, um, the Slack or Teams, you know, whatever you use, we've actually started last week, we started a running club chat and it's for people oh, who are in the Cardiff that. office to actually go for a run on lunch in the park. But I'm thinking oh. we could open it up for people to share their runs that they're doing wherever they are as well, which would be quite cool. Is there like um, an app that you guys use to share the runs? Um, well, like uh, the few that I'm thinking of is just Apple Fitness, just okay. track on your, track on your yeah. watch and then share, share it like that. But I think um, we've got a book club um, that we're going to try and start as well, which is again, for that. people in the office, once you finish for a book, you can bring it in and physically swap it with someone, um, which would be... I want to start that. Maybe we'll mail it to each other. Well, it, it, there will probably be like a $50 a month postage fee, but True. if you're willing to pay that, you know, and there'll be my commission on top of that as well. So, <laughs> um, but, you know, so we're, um, yeah, that's definitely given us, um, given me a couple of ideas that we might, um, sort of take back. So just to recap on that section, founders that, 
that really do believe in connecting and, mm -hmm. and you know they empower people to do so um slack which is you know as close as you're going to get to real world you know talking and chatting and there's channels for everything you can imagine every hobby every yeah. lifestyle kids dogs gym whatever you want um and then it's that incentivizing you to actually get up go out and connect with people in the real world you know yeah. where possible cool um no i think there's, there's that sort of three really like good actionable ones people can take away you know whether you're a founder looking to set up your own business or a, or a team leader who wants to try and you know build out culture, culture. Team. Yeah. um and then if you're building your tech stack you know get slack we're we are actually looking at um slack so this will be another sort of tick uh as a, as a pro for us to get that um yeah. and then the incentivization so we sort of touched on as a company what chili piper do and I think the the next uh, sort of chunky bit we've got is you yourself, like as as a professional working at home, obviously you're you're sort of on your own a lot of the time. So what do you do um, in order to get the most out of your remote working? So I'd, I'll hand over to you in terms of how you want to structure this or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Let's have a Good chat question. about you personally, because you've you've got two promotions in the last six months. Am I right? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So since yeah, November, I got one and then, yeah, last month. Um so you're obviously nailing the remote work. I hope so. I mean, I think so. Um, it can be challenging. To be honest, I like love it. And but there are definitely days, too, where, you know, I yearn to go into an office sometimes, um, which I didn't mention this earlier, but you are able to also get like a co-working space. Chili Piper helps you get a co-working space. And we had like a little shared co-working space that we honestly didn't really use as much as we should have, or we could have, um, with some of the Boston people who are located here to come in. So that was cool too. So, um, but yeah, I will say that working remote is, to be honest, I feel like it's a, a privilege, a luxury. It's really nice. Um, cause I can work really from anywhere in the world, but I will say that, um, it's interesting because I'm not someone who can like, uh, easily adapt and be productive in a new place. So for example, like last week I tried to go work at a coffee shop and I was somewhat productive, but I'm just way more productive at home because I'm just like locked in. I'm used to my environment. I'm not distracted. Um, and so I'd say like for me, I, uh, one, I think the first thing is creating a space in your home if you can and have the resources to, uh, enjoy where you're sitting every day and where you're working. Right. So like, I really like my office space. It's quiet. My husband also works remote, which could you know create its own challenges, but he has his own office space. And truly we don't really get to see each other much throughout the day because we're both account executives and we're both in back-to-back -back calls. Um, and so I think it's just having like a space that you feel like you can really focus and creating that, um, so that's the first, like, it seems like a basic thing, but I think it's huge and creating an environment that you feel like, okay, I can focus and I can be present and I'm not distracted. So that's the first thing. And I think too, like, again, this isn't related really to work, but I'm a huge uh, advocate of physical exercise. So I love working out and so does my husband. And so I think like, first thing is like doing something in the morning, getting up out of bed and like having something to look forward to that's not just work. So for example, for me, um, 
similar to you, I think you mentioned this. I really enjoy uh, running any kind of cardio, really. Recently, I've taken up spin classes before work. So after I get like wake up, I go to spin classes and then um, and then I like feel ready to just, OK, I'm going to zoom in. I'm going to lock in on my day um, and I'm going to focus. And I think starting off the day kind of that way has helped me be really effective and also to not burn out because really the reality is when you're at home, it can be easy to just have zero boundaries on when you work, how often you work. You don't have to commute. So like you're like, oh, I'll just work an extra hour and a half. That would be my commute. And so I think it's been like it's finding little things throughout my day that help me kind of like have boundaries and not feel burnt out too quickly so that I can go in my day and feel like I can be motivated and driven to to be successful. So I just said a mouthful, but that's like kind of just to start it out. I think those two things are super, super important. Um, and then the last thing I also mentioned is having a community outside of work. So that's something else that's really helped me, I think, really be successful is having things outside of work that I really enjoy doing at the end of the day so that I'm not just working all night long because I tip, honestly, my husband can attest to this. I can just work and work and work and work and just but I think like having boundaries is huge to, to being successful and to not getting burned out. So that doesn't really answer your question, but that's like some of what I think is really important to being successful in remote work. Um, but as far as like my day to day, I think outside of those, you know, three components that I just mentioned, I think, um, you know, I specifically in my role as a salesperson, like if I'm not meeting face to face with prospects or people that are my pipeline, it's all about strategizing and using like making the best use of my time and truly being intentional on like account planning, account mapping, like how am I going to do that throughout my day? But what I really have to do is is take blocks in my day and like I have to put a lunch block. I have to put a prospecting block. I have to put, you know, like I have to be smart about how I'm going to use my time. Otherwise, I could easily get distracted by my dog needing to go to the bathroom. Like you could end up at the end of the day being like, what did I even do? Um, and easily get distracted. And so I think it's really just um, being intentional with the time that I have. And I, I try to even spend like some of Sunday just to prepare my mind and uh, myself just to know what my week is going to look like and how am I going to reach the goals that I have? Like, what steps am I going to take to hit the goals that I have in mind for that week to get to where I need to be to be successful? And so I'm kind of rambling here, but I think it's just a lot of forethought, a lot of intentionality, a lot of having boundaries and being able and willing to do those things so that you can be successful. So I don't know if that answers the question really. No, I th I, 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 yeah, I absolutely think it does. I think we'll just, we'll just break, break a few of them down. So, so first off, I do not know how you do a spin class before work. <laughs> I, I hate spin. I, um, I love it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's like marmite. I don't know if that's a phrase over in the US, but it's in what the UK. When, so when in the UK, when you say um, something's like marmite, it's you either like it or you don't. No one's okay. on the fence. It's okay. you either love it or you don't. And I think spin is like that. I there's think no, that's true. Yeah, there's no one who like thinks spin's okay. Like it's either awful or you love it. Um, yeah. So yeah, hats off for doing that before work. But okay, so. <laughs> Structuring your day, I think that's probably like a nice place to sort of like recap. So you said you schedule these where well, you start on them on a Sunday. So that was quite a, that, that yeah. sort of stood out to me because I do that as well. So I'll spend 30 mm -hmm. minutes on the Sunday 
writing a list of priorities for the week and then I'll create what I call a deep work block, which yep. I think is what you were yeah, saying, where you actually say prospecting mm -hmm. for three hours or yeah. strategy for an hour. Um, so do you, as, a, as an AE, do you have a set structure every single day that's pretty much the same um, in terms no. of prospecting or... No. And that's the thing is like, so the nature of Chili Piper, even scheduling. So like my job is inbound and outbound. So specifically for my role, I'm going to get as many meetings put on my calendar as, as my calendar allows. So if I have too many blocks on my calendar that are like prospecting, like strategy, like too many of those that are not flexible to be moved, then I'm not going to get my meetings that I need to, you know, hit my goals. And so um, I do put blocks in my calendar that are, uh, I mark it as a, like available. Does yeah. that make sense? So that if Chili Piper is reading my calendar, it could still book a meeting, which definitely does happen. And then I have to readjust what I'm going to prospect and everything. But yeah, I mean, essentially really what it is, is it's, it's, it's just planning out times um, throughout my day other than like, you know, by, and it's always like, for me, it's like customers or prospects come first, and then I prioritize everything around that. Um, and so, no, every day is so different, which I realize for some people is not doable. <laughs> like not having a regimen, like a pattern is is hard. But, yeah, I would say like every day, though, I do have time in my calendar where it's like I am outbounding. Like I have to. I can't hit my goals if I'm not. Um, and so whether that's like emails or calls or LinkedIn or what have you, um, or even just, you know, let's say for example, there is a company right now that I've been prospecting for a, the entirety of my time at Chili Piper and I'm determined to win their business. Um, and sometimes it's just finding ways to connect with random like ICs that I can, that can just help give me insight onto the business. So it's honestly, it's really like strategy, just being like having strategy and the way that I, I think through my days and like how I'm going to break into specific accounts. And, and again, every day looks so different. So that's really unique, I think, to being an account executive though. So I don't know if you experienced that, Jamie. Well, because no, I, I, I'm, I guess, fortunate enough that I work in, because I work in marketing, I don't necessarily have a massive amount of, um, like outbound calls or calls that just get dropped in my diary um, without me knowing. I get to have a lot of control of my diary, which is nice. Because like you said, I have a, uh, I love structure. So when I, I, I know how my week's going to look when my week starts and it doesn't tend to change too much throughout the week, which I'm very, very fortunate. Um, Mine's to, forever changing. To have. Um, but, um, but no, I think some, to your point, having some semblance of structure, even if it's loose, uh, is going to help you maximize the time you do at home. Cause you, like you said, you can get distracted. And I think it's, totally. it's the, it's the structure, even if it is rough, that helps you stop getting distracted and playing with a dog or going to look for snacks or going to yes. <laughs> take the bins out or whatever. Like mm -hmm. on my, I wouldn't be able to play with the cat or take the bins out because I'm in the office. So it's almost like you have to say, no, I'll leave those sorts of tasks to when they would have been done if I was in the office or whatever, yep. um, which is, um, which is quite interesting. Um, and then you said like you, you make sure to set time aside for stuff that is, uh, out the house. So that community yeah. outside of work. So you could potentially sometimes be in your house 24 hours, right? Maybe 40 oh hours without leaving. So having those structured times to leave. Do you want to just give us a few 
you know, what stuff do you love to do? You said running yeah. and the gym and stuff. So what sort of stuff yeah. do you do? If I don't work out during the, like in the morning, right before work, it's in the evening. So right now, actually, this is kind of fun. My, um, my husband has done like half Ironmans and Ironmans, like for the last five years. And he's actually currently training for one right now. And so he'll like, at the same time, he'll go for a swim. I'll go do a cycle class or I'll do like a strength class or a CrossFit class or whatever. Um, so I love working out my husband and I also, again, we're account executives, so we're quite extroverted. I would say we love having people in our home for dinner. Um, and so we plan like one or two dinners probably a week, which probably sounds like crazy to some people. Um, and I realize that, but we just thrive off of connection and community. Um, so I'd say that, and then, um, I don't know, like, I don't know. I, I just connecting with our friends. Like we really care a lot about our friendships here. Um, and we happen to be very, uh, I don't know, fortunate to live like down the road from like four of our college best friends, which is super unique as well. So, um, I'd say, you know, just connecting with people throughout the week and grabbing coffee or dinner. Um, so I think, Outside of like working out, I'd say those are like the two things that we love to do and that we tend to sometimes pack our schedules with a little bit too much, but we really enjoy it. So it helps us both stay sane though and like like feel energized and like we can do our job the next day because we feel filled up, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and I think, you know, for people who are in the office 40 hours a week might relish the opportunity to get home and just chill out. But if you're in your yeah. home 40 hours a yes. week, you relish the opportunity to get out and spend as much time out of the home in the evenings. But I, I was thinking when you said you have, um, like you host twice a week, I was thinking you'll have to set up a TripAdvisor account and start taking ratings on your, uh, on your food and hospitality. Like oh twice a week. That's, that's a lot. Twice a week's a lot. Yeah. Well, sometimes we'll host, like I love, I love hosting. Um, I don't Are you familiar with the Enneagram, Jamie? No. Okay, well, then I won't go down that path because that could be a long path. But my personality is that I really love like connection, community, relationships, depth, and then I just love uh, hosting. And so I will like host brunches at our house like once a month, like huge brunches that we can just invite all our friends to. So, yeah, I know I should actually. I start, I should start taking some ratings. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, e either that or, or you're going to have to start taking bookings. Yeah, true. I will say that that would be a good idea. That, so. that is if the food is good, you know, if people want to come back. You know. <laughs> I um, like to think I'm a good, good cook. <laughs> and then I think I was, I was trying to think of the, uh, the last example. You, I think it was, uh, it's the home um, is the home office. So the importance of actually investing into yes. a quality setup. So to, to Chili Piper, um, to Chili Piper help with that. Cause I know a lot of yeah, people they, do. They did. Yeah. So, uh, the chair I'm on, it's a branch chair. I love the chair. If you need a good ergonomic chair, this is the chair for you. Um, and then I have a standing desk, which helps me because, um, again, I just hate sitting all day long. So just the flexibility to stand up and down. Um, and then the second monitor. So, yeah, I would say, like, generally when people come over and they see our office, they're like, wow, this is, like, comfortable. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm here all day long. I have to be comfortable. Otherwise, I won't want to work or be productive. So, yeah, they've. I've been very fortunate to have Chili Paper actually help provide um, a siphon to like get the things that I need to be productive. So yeah, I also think that's super, super important because not everybody has resources to, to buy those things that they need, you know? And so I think it's, it's really um, helpful for me. Yeah. 
being productive. Yeah, no, I think I, one of the reasons I hate working from home is because I don't have a home office and like, I hate just the little laptop screen. Yeah, um, no. And I actually bought, bought uh, a, mon- a monitor, a big monitor for work. One of those like ultra wide ones. So when I leave that monitor, I'm like, no, I can't work. No, like, I throw my toys out of pram. I'm like, nope. Not yeah. I've worked remote a few. Well, I've worked, I've worked as a, like worked from other locations. Like I mentioned the coffee shop last week and I was just struggling without my huge second screen. So Yes, sounds like I'm spoiled, but I really do need that for productivity. So I think yeah. it's important that businesses provide that for their employees. I, I would love to be one of those people who could sit on a beach in, I don't know, the Philippines and work. But I just, well, two, I one, I'd burn because I'm a redhead. And two, I just couldn't do it because <laughs> the, the, the screen's too small. But um, but no, I, I think the whole, like you said, if you're spending somewhere, spending 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week somewhere, and it's uncomfortable or it's uh, it's noisy um or you know you get a sore back because of your chair or your desk like you're not going to want to spend time there and it's just not going to be productive no. so i think it's that's got to be like one of the fundamental things is i think um on queer eye they said like a stress-free home in terms of like a, a messy home when you wake up you feel stressed because your home's messy so if you walk into an office and you're and it's like a wooden school chair on a wooden old wooden mm-hmm. desk that's too small. It's just like, it's just not going to work. Not going to work. Yeah. I will say too, the other thing I'll mention is, uh, um, having a clean home, I think is really important for productivity as well, at least for my husband and I, like for our personality types, like we need it to be clean. And that also really helps as silly as that sounds. Cause then you're not distracted with like, I need to go do the laundry or I need to go clean the, the bathroom or, you know, so that's, I think, also really important. That's just reminding me of the the quote they use on Queer. I think it's clean house, clean mind. I think that's the phrase they used. So, that's so yeah, true. Um, that's, um, yeah, 100% true. Um, okay, so we've we've covered, um, you know, the company's levels, company levels, initiatives, um, and your own personal sort of structure and things. But just to, just to finish off, what would be... Um, Let's limit it to three. What would be three tips that you would share for someone starting a new job that is 100% remote? Um, What tips Mm -hmm. would you share with them Um, in terms of they could go into the company and pitch ideas or just them in their home environment? What what three tips would you give them? I would say to probably one, to be a contributor. So to go into their new job, finding ways to contribute to culture or to contribute to values of the company or to just make yourself known, right? Like we all have a desire to be heard and understood and seen. Like, and I think that it can be easy to just become like a turtle and just kind of go in your shell and go in and out of work as you please. But I think it's super important in thriving remote work is to make yourself known to people know who you are. And to also feel like you're contributing to something other than your day-to-day job, like as far as like culture and community. And so I think that go in with like the willingness and the, I'd say, vulnerability to just make yourself known who you are at the company um, and connecting. So I'd say one, that. Two, I'd say, probably like we said before, creating a really like healthy work environment if you're working from home like a place that feels like you can be productive that's two and then I'd say three 
Uh, probably if, especially if you've never done it before, I'd say like embracing humility and asking the people that have been working remotely at that company, what's helped them be successful. Like what has helped them be successful at that company? Cause I think it's different everywhere you go. Um, and so I think it's probably just being willing to kind of ties back into point one, but like being willing to like reach out to people and like learn, like, how did you do this well? And like, what helped you be successful? And so I think just putting yourself out there, really, I think that helps people thrive. So I don't know. I think I'd say those three things. I might change my mind in like 10 minutes, but um, I'd say those three things. Yeah. Well, if you uh, if you change your mind, we'll do a second episode as as a follow up to this one, like a nice short ten minute one. But no, that's honestly, it's been really really good to chat, and I think there's loads of tips um, from a personal level to a company level that you know I'm going to take away, especially for for Celligence, and I think I'll propose a couple of them. Um, but that's been it's been really really good to chat um, to talk about you know that Chili Piper's remote work sort of ethos, yeah. I guess, or, or strategy. So thank you for jumping on. Hopefully, yeah, it wasn't, thanks, uh, hopefully it wasn't too unbearable. No, it's great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We'll have to get you um, back on for another episode in, uh, I don't know, six months time or something. Um, and yeah, talk we'll about, see where I'm at. Talk about, talk about something else. Um, but no, thanks for jumping on. Um, I'm sure we'll catch up soon. And for yeah. those of you listening or watching, thank you for tuning in. Um, and it's been great chatting. Yeah, you as well, Jamie. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Cheers, guys.